It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Well, it's time now for Crossfire. It's time for Crossfire. Brought to you by ASAP General Stores and Lucille's Roadhouse. To catch Crossfire in podcast format, go to Google or Apple Podcasts and search Right Time for Western Oklahoma or download the app. Search News Talk KCLI in your app store. Well, good morning. Welcome to our program, Crossfire Ever Friday. And with us today, State Representative from District 57, Anthony Moore. Good morning, Representative Moore. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for hosting us, Harold. Always a good morning. Hey, that's right. And thank you for being on the program, getting up early to share with us what's going on at State Capitol. Also with us this morning, the minority leader in Oklahoma House of Representatives from Oklahoma City, uh, Representative Cindy Munson. Good morning, Representative Munson. Your favorite state representative. Good morning. Hey, good to have you on this morning. How are you both doing? Doing good. It It's uh, feeling like spring out there, y'all. Hey, it is. It is. I, I can't believe it. We're going to have more rain, too. But today, I know. You know earlier, uh, if you have winter grass, and let's say that, fest or something, cool grass system in your yard. Larry Bryan's saying you probably need to mow it. This might be a good day to do that. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? I mean, it's it's very, very warm. Well, I had a couple of subjects to talk about this morning, and I wanted to start with uh, what's happened this week in the Oklahoma House of Representatives, looking at uh, the House. They have subpoenaed uh, the uh, State uh, Superintendent of Education, Ryan Walker, uh, and that's all led by uh, Representative McBride. Uh, first of all, Anthony Moore, what are you hearing on your side? What are they wanting from this uh, subpoena, and why Why is the House having to subpoena Ryan Walters? Well, you know, it's unfortunate. That's not really how we hope to do things. Uh, several of the things, actually some of the things that are subpoenaed are things that I asked for myself in May in our budget hearings, uh, some of the emails um, that need to be turned over about Oklahoma uh, educational quality and control uh, and accountability. But, you know, I just, I, I have a hard time with anybody who won't just work together. You know, I mean, this is, we all want the same thing. I think we all should be working for the betterment of Oklahoma, the betterment of our students, especially uh, in the advancement of, of, of our uh, ideals and beliefs and, and making sure that we're just doing all that we can to, to help our students and teachers and, and faculty and staff. And, you know, I I don't understand. He just, Superintendent Walters will not meet with Representative McBride. He will not meet with Representative Baker. He won't um, sit down. And, you know, and instead of, you know, uh, you know, I know, I know for a fact Representative McBride sent emails reminding him, hey, you know, there were some things that you were going to provide. You know, you said you would provide them. In a couple of weeks, you haven't provided them, um, you know, and he just kind of blows them off if he responds at all. And, and I've seen the responses. And so, um, you know, there's no I – mean, Representative McBride has a job to do, and he's he's got to make sure that his, you know, questions are answered before we move forward with the, the next year's budget. And so, unfortunately, he's left with no other option. So he had to, uh, had to send a subpoena. And, you know, I think the most – disappointing thing was the immediate response by Ryan Walters just, you know, not only doubling down, but tripling and quadrupling down where he just, you know, calls McBride every kind of name under the sun, you know, says that he's, you know, 
Democrat working with teachers unions and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just that that's campaign rhetoric and it, it's not beneficial in any way for anyone. It doesn't get the job done and it, it's disappointing and it's, uh, doesn't represent Oklahoma and, and what we want. We, we need to work together to try to do what's best. We're all elected. Um, you know, I don't think McBride's out witch hunting. He just wants answers. And, and so uh, I'm a little disappointed he had to go that route. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't blame him for doing it because at some point you've got to quit, uh, you know, you run into a brick wall. You've got to try to get answers so you can move forward with your your budget process. So, uh, yeah, and I, he, not only did he say he was working with the uh, teachers union, he also said the Democrats, Representative Munson, yeah. you, you – uh, this is, seems to be a, a subject, at least, that uh, Democrats and Republicans pretty much are on the same page. Is that true? Yeah, I think to an extent, you know, over, I mean, quite frankly, throughout the course of this entire year, you can look back all the way to January when, uh, you know, our agency budget hearings are held at the Capitol um, <clears throat> and when Ryan Walters was, it was really his first real presentation to the legislature uh, was asked to come and share his budget request, and he spent most of his time sort of pointing fingers at Joy Hoffmeister and what she had done before, but not but had not produced really what he was uh, trying to do in his vision for the State Department of Education and uh, what funding he might need. And so, honestly, since then, it's been this back and forth with him and the legislature, and then over uh, you know the summer and and the fall as school was starting back up again. Um, just increased rhetoric um, and, and specifically targeting Tulsa public schools. And as you know, you know, during uh, August and September, there were quite a few bomb threats. There's a lot going on in uh, Tulsa public schools because of, of what was coming out of his mouth, quite frankly. And then the, the this constant um, name calling, like Representative Moore said, it's, really sad that this is where we are in politics in general, but especially coming from someone, regardless of whether you're Republican or Democrat in that position as the state superintendent, your job is to protect our public schools and to provide, you know, advocate to the legislature for the resources that school districts need all needs are all across the state. And so when, when information is requested, um, you sort of see these inflammatory videos and name calling and then his media. I don't know what he actually is. Matt Langston, I don't know what he is in terms of an advisor, his director of communications, you know, writes back and, and says things that are just so unprofessional. And so, um, you know, this is why the House Democrats, why we have asked the speaker to form some type of committee. So we're glad that you know, what's happening, uh, what happened this last week um, is happening, and hopefully that information will uh, be returned to the legislature and then distributed amongst all members because we have to, uh, at the end of the day, get to the bottom of it. It is our job as the legislature to protect our schools and protect our tax dollars. And I think because Representative McBride and all of us are hearing from people all across the state, this really isn't about partisan politics. It's about our public schools. So there's quite a litany of things that he's asking for, but one in particular relates to the number of teachers applying for, for uh, uh, I guess, to teach in Oklahoma. And uh, the subpoena is asking for verification of those numbers, where are they coming from, and uh, some sort of proof to that effect. Uh, is that an issue? 
I mean, is he just not being honest about the number of teachers applying in Oklahoma? Is that a problem? Because uh, teachers at least are saying that it's it's uh, still difficult to hire teachers to come to Oklahoma. Well, I think that it's one of those things that's incredibly important that we're being honest and forthright. And I understand that sometimes numbers get mistaken, or, you know, but if you're if you keep espousing these numbers, provide the data where you're getting it from. Please show us. I mean, because if it's working that well, that's a great thing. We want to double down on that. We want to, you know, find a way to improve on that and keep keep that momentum going. But you have to be able to back up your numbers. This isn't. You know, you, you're not just campaigning all the time where you can just say what you want. And, you know, I mean, at some point you're going to have to show your work, right? I mean, show, you know, I, my mom was a math teacher, so I, I come back to that a lot. You've got to show your work. I mean, show us where you're getting this. You know, I, what's the what's the old joke? 73% of, you know, all statistics are made up on the spot. Well, you know, I mean, you keep saying these things. Show us where Show us where it's coming from. Because we need to know, because if it's working that well, we need to be doing more of that. And if it's not, then we need to do something different. So, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Show your work. Uh, and I think that's what the legislature's, at least what I saw in the spin, is asking for. Uh, and do you, do you think that he's just uh, never gotten out of the campaign mode, uh, Representative Munson? I'm talking about uh, Secretary I- Walters now. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I was on mute, but when uh, you, you all were talking about show your work, I was like, show your work, but you couldn't hear me because I was muted. <laughs> we asked students to show their work. Uh, any, anyway, no, I don't think he's ever gone out of the campaign mode and constantly, you know, pivots and uses rhetoric to blame Democrats as we're the most powerful force in the state of Oklahoma and ruining public education. And so uh, specifically our teachers calling them uh, part of terrorist organizations. And, you know, it's just silly. And and in that, in one of our budget hearings, I even said to him, you know, I, I would argue that a majority of our teachers across our state are actually registered Republicans, regardless they are teachers, they are providing education for our students. They're preparing our kids for the workforce. You got to stop with the rhetoric because our teachers are leaving the classroom and there are not young people who are interested in training up to be teachers as at the rate that they used to be. Uh, and so it is important that he, he gets out of that mode and starts taking care of our schools. But it's been a year. I don't see that changing anytime soon, but we'll see here in the next couple of weeks and, and if he'll produce the information that's been requested of him. So it's interesting because uh... – Superintendent Breesey, when she was in office, was really rather controversial, but she at least seemed to work with the Republicans in the House to some extent. Uh, I was there at the time, and and she got beat in the election. You see, you see that well, happening down the road? Yes, his numbers are worse than hers uh, by a lot. Um, the, the latest polling that I saw showed his numbers were significantly worse than hers were before she got beat. So I... Now, I will tell you, there's lots of rumors of him running for governor uh, in, so in three years. And so um, there's a lot of smoke, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. So uh, I think that he probably is focused on other things, which is why he's still in campaign mode. Very interesting. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the races going on. you got a special election in Edmond. And also, uh, President Biden was basically kicked off the ballot in um 
Colorado this week. And I don't see that happen in Oklahoma, but I want to get your reaction to that coming up. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Right Time for Western Oklahoma. We'll be back with Cindy Munson, Anthony Moore, representatives from the Oklahoma House of Representatives. But first, this message from our sponsor. You know, Rick's Boots and Outfitters does a great job uh, out at Lucille's or next to Lucille's on I-40. So if you're looking for a great place to buy Western wear, remember Rick's Boots and Outfitters. Come meet Joe at Rick's Boots and Outfitters. Everyone knows how important it is to pick the right boot, and Joe knows boots. He'll let you know about their wide selection of Justin, Red Wings, Ariat, and Exotics. He'll also show you their Western clothing, Wrangler jeans and shirts, cinch jeans and shirts, FR clothing, cologne, an assortment of hats, belts, and wallets. A great selection and great sales are happening at Rick's Boots and Outfitters, right off I-40 in Weatherford, just inside the ASAP General Store. Don't get tripped up on your walker. Those tennis balls can be a real problem. Well, if you need a walker, go to Priority Home Medical Equipment. They have wheels on all four, the front and back, instead of poles with tennis balls. They also have a seat attached so that you can rest whenever you need to. For all types of rollator walkers, check them out today at Priority Home Medical Equipment. Priority Home Medical Equipment, where dedicated service is their priority owned by longtime local business owners, Alan and Tammy Shepard. During this season of giving, Britton Kirkendall and Miller CPAs would like to thank all our loyal clients. We wish you a peaceful, joyful holiday season and an even better year than the last. Merry Christmas from Britton Kirkendall and Miller, and a Happy New Year. How long has it been since you've been <clears throat> serviced? If you have to think about it, it's been too long. If cobwebs are starting to build up, it's been too long. And we all know with Oklahoma weather, in just 24 hours, you can experience all four seasons, plus tornadoes, hurricanes, blizzards, and tsunamis. Okay, maybe that was a bit dramatic, but remember, before you turn on the heater, turn to the experts at Four Seasons Heating and Air, Western Oklahoma's only factory-authorized carrier dealer. Oklahoma license number 92419. The Binger Nursing and Rehabilitation Care Facility offers skilled nursing in a quiet setting of a small town. We pride ourselves with positive attitudes and you can rest assured your loved one is receiving the most loving care possible. We offer physical, occupational and speech therapy and a wide range of planned activities on and off site. Come join us for a tour of our facility at Binger Nursing and Rehabilitation. We have the highest facility ratings for care in the area, according to government sources. Binger Nursing Facility, the place for someone you love. After 5 o'clock, prices are back at the Water Zoo for the rest of the year. Grab all your friends and family and head for the Water Zoo Indoor Water Park in Clinton. With a 400-foot lazy river, three four-story slides, plus an activity pool and a wave pool, there's so much fun to be had at the Water Zoo. Arrive after 5 p.m. and you'll get the special after-five pricing for everyone in your family or group, including the Cubs Cove toddler area with a little tiger slide just for them. The Water Zoo Indoor Water Park, just off I-40 in Clinton. Shop Toddfest for Christmas. Christmas ideas. I'm sitting in a Lazy Boy. Oh, it's so comfortable. You can't go wrong with Lazy Boy. We are Western Oklahoma's exclusive Lazy Boy dealer, and we've got a large selection. Can't find something you like? We'll be glad to special order for you. Santa Claus is coming to town. Hey, by the way, David, something else I want to ask you. What are you doing next door? <laughs> You're trying to sneak up on me again there, uh -huh. Harold. You know the answer's the same as I told you last time. Come on, tell me. What's no, next door? No, you'll find out soon enough. That's Lazy Boy at Todd Fest for Christmas Corner of Maine and Custer in downtown Weatherford. At Edward Jones of Cordell, we've checked the numbers, and it's going to be a great holiday season and an even better new year. 
Thanks for trusting us with your finances. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Edward Jones of Cordell. 21 minutes after 7 o'clock, and this is Crossfire with Anthony Moore and uh, Cindy Munson. And appreciate both of you being on the program uh, this morning. Well, there was a race, uh, this, this recent election. I think what drew most attention across state was your election for, for uh, or the election for PACOM, Cindy. Uh, I say for PACOM. It's not for them. It's for the city. The sales tax extension to build a new PACOM or a new uh, center for the basketball players. And then you you have this, uh, but you have this race for state or for house, house district 39, which is in, in the, uh, Edmond area, uh, Eric Harris against Reagan Raff now that will advance to special election. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, we, uh, well, first I'll say the, the thunder arena, what a, what a, uh, if you if you popped on Twitter or any other social media app, the the back and forth, but it got people um, involved in in what's going on in their community. So that's what I'm happy for. But uh, the special election in House District 39 that's uh, slated to be held on February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, uh, is to replace uh, Representative uh, Ryan Martinez, who resigned. Um, from office, uh, I think around Labor Day this year. Um, so that's the seat that will be um, up for a special election. And Reagan Roth, who is uh, just a wonderful person and candidate, she uh, formerly worked in oil and gas, was a, in finance and accounting at Chesapeake, and her and her husband own commercial real estate and residential real estate business. And she has three kids at Edmond Public Schools. Um, just a really great person. And so she's been out. Of course, there's a primary both on the Democrat and Republican side. So out knocking doors and doing what she needs to do to earn uh, Democratic support. She got 80 percent in the primary. Um, and then, of course, faces Eric Harris um, in February. So uh, as someone who's been in a special election, it's a lot of work in a short amount of time. And she has an even shorter amount of time, especially with the holidays. Uh, coming up here, you know, just on Sunday. And so um, we're excited. You know, Joy Hoffmeister and Gina Nelson both performed in uh, about 47, 48%. So it just, it tells us that it's a seat that I, I think um, a lot of people are keeping an eye on. It is, I think at this point, we could say competitive. Maybe we'll, we'll be able to better define that after the special election, but I am excited to, um, to have her as our, as our Democratic candidate and, I know there's already been a lot of discussion around public schools. Edmond Public Schools is very important to families in that area, um, growing business and um, really quieting the the extremist rhetoric that we hear. And so I think with Eric and Reagan, uh, it'll be a nice race to really hear from voters on both sides. Um, So I'm excited about it. It'll be a lot of work, but I am looking forward to it. Eric Harris, I'm sure you know him by now, worked on his campaign, I suspect. Anthony, we're representing more. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's another attorney. You know, I'm really excited about getting him in the house because That's all we, we need is another attorney. Wait a minute. Well, we really, we really <laughs> do. Uh, attorneys that actually practice. I was talking with uh, uh, Clinton Kiwanis yesterday, and Judge Whedon and Judge Derrickson were there, and we're, we're asking really, you know. Someone said, well, aren't there a lot? I said, no, there's not really. And the judges were like, how many actually practice? And there's really only four that practice on a day-to-day basis. There's several more with law degrees. But um, when you're you're dealing with, I mean, you're dealing with every every bill we have is dealing with laws and dealing with the ramifications, the unintended consequences of those. You know, you really, 
uh, it's a lot of work behind the scenes for those of us that get asked all the time, you know, hey, can you look at this? Hey, can you look at this? You know, I mean, uh, my very first year I spent a lot of time, you know, looking at looking at things and looking at how they impact, uh, you know, that, you know, kind of looking behind the scenes at, hey, what, what are going to be the unintended consequences here? And so uh, Eric Harris would be a great addition. I was talking to him the other day, and I'm excited uh, the opportunity to have him in. I think he'll do a great job, and he'll be a really good uh, representative for a, for a, for a really good district in Edmond. You know, I I lived in Edmond for 13 years before we moved back home, and uh, that's a great uh, that's a great district and a great area. And I have a lot of friends and and relatives that live in that area, so uh, I think Eric will do very well. And I'm I'm looking forward to getting served with slam dunk for the Republicans. I mean, it, it, oh, I don't I don't nothing's nothing's over till it's over. Um, but I would be very shocked if he doesn't win. Okay, let's talk quickly about what happened in Colorado. Uh, Trump's uh, name was taken off the ballot by the Supreme Court in uh, Colorado. Representing Moore, your lawyer, what do you think? Is this going to stand up? No, it'll go to the Supreme Court and it'll get overturned. I, I, I can't believe that they did that. I mean, honestly, the, you know, and, and whether you agree or not about whether they should take it off, Cindy and I would probably agree on the fact that all this does is probably improve his numbers. He's going to get a bump in polling because he was taken off the off the ballot. I mean, uh, the more the more things like this happen, just the the, the higher his popularity is going to climb and continue to be, um, you know, moving moving upward uh, as we head towards uh, election day. So uh, I'm really shocked that they did that. I, I fully expect the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn that pretty quickly. Representative Munson, uh, some are saying it's going that that might be a nine zero decision because uh, uh, the the Supreme Court's going to rule that that uh, you, you can't take. Uh, a national candidate off the ballot. What what do you think? I mean, uh, is this is this going to stay the way it is? Are we going to see more states taking uh, Trump off the ballot? I don't think we will. And I I do agree with Representative Moore that unfortunately the the more you uh, you as in the bigger greater you of society, I guess it just seems like. I was just having lunch with someone the other day talking with a Republican who is not necessarily a Trump supporter um, and doesn't agree with me on everything, but just said it seems like, you know, every time something happens to him of those who are not pro-Trump supporters that, you know, they celebrate that he earns more popularity, or I shouldn't say earn. That's a, that's not a word I would yeah, say, yeah, actually, yeah, but yeah, he would get, he gets yeah. more popular and the, the Trump supporters sort of dig their heels in. It's an interesting phenomenon to watch. Um, in some ways, very scary, uh, you know, it just because, you know, as things as more and more comes out about uh, Donald Trump and just sort of, you know, it starts to become, are we actually, you know, are those who are um, adamantly in support of him, is it because of his policies? Is it because they're Republicans or is it something deeper than that? You know, and so um, I don't really see this, uh, happening across the country, and then I, uh, right before we went to break, you asked if it would happen in Oklahoma, and I, I don't think so. I highly doubt it. So, very good. Well, well the AG from Texas response was, you know, if that they, if they let that stand, and we're going to take Biden off, and that's just the bad road to go down. Yeah, we don't need yeah. states yeah. pulling I let people, the people off. Decide. I mean, whether you agree or disagree with Trump or or Biden, either one. Um, I mean, I think Trump's gotten a lot of, a lot of obviously a lot of people hate him. They're also on the other side of that hate love deal. Uh, 
Anyway. Oh, he's uh, a lightning rod for yeah, sure. He is, no doubt. <laughs> One or the other. And I noticed uh, that Governor Stitt was out on the campaign trail uh, for DeSantis this week. Did you see that? I did. Did not. I didn't. But, hey, he, well, he did. I mean, he came out and endorsed him earlier this year, so that's not too much of a surprise. But I, I think, Anthony, you endorsed DeSantis as well, I believe. I did very early on, yes, sir. Very good. Okay, guys, thank you so much for being on. Final final Christmas words. Representative Moore. Well, I just want everyone to have a Merry Christmas. Uh, obviously, it's a little warmer than uh, we expect this time of year, and it's kind of sad. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the rain, but it would be fun for it to be very big flakes of snow and uh, everybody get to have a white Christmas. But I hope everyone has a great time, is safe, and, and really just remembers what it's all about. You know, I mean, we're we're very blessed um, people, but uh, this time is really not about all the gifts and everything else. It's about the fact that we, uh, we're celebrating the fact that Jesus was born for us. And so... Uh, just enjoy it and spend time with family. Representative Munson. Yes, just Merry Christmas. It's been a great year. I know we have next Friday to talk to, but it has been a great year being on the show. And my little nephew, is uh, he's really starting to understand Christmas now. We went to the Chickasha, uh, Chickasha uh, Festival of Life last night, and I'm still reeling off of his sweet laughs and just joy and twinkle in his eyes. And so I'm excited about uh, and he asked for a board game that my sister and I used to play growing up. So that's what Aunt Cindy got him. And I just like getting all nostalgic oh, and just fun. very excited about Christmas Day. And so I just hope everyone gets a lot of re- good rest and enjoy the week. If you get if you are fortunate to have time off, uh, remember you're fortunate to have it and enjoy it. So what do you think of the leg lamp? What were his comments about in Chickasha? Well, we we didn't get to the leg lamp because we were so obsessed with there's you know there's like little carnival rides out there now. Oh wow! And so that's what he wanted to do. So we yes. did that, and um, uh, that was really fun. And he he was rolling around on the ground. And so by the time we're like, okay, we got to go eat dinner, and it was getting late, but we'll see it. We'll get back. You know, we're from Lawton. We travel back and forth all the time, so it's, we'll get there. I want to remind everybody that uh, Crossfire is brought to you by Rick Cook at Lucille's and ASAP General Stores. If you need gas, be sure to support your local uh, stations here in Weatherford. Uh, I say stations. That's what we used to call them. I don't know what they're called today, uh, Anthony. I mean. Uh, I, I, I still call them gas stations. Gas that works for me. Hey, support your local <laughs> businesses. We've, we've got a campaign going on that in Clinton and Weatherford and Elk City. Just shop at home. Keep your sales tax dollars here. Now, I know, Cindy, you'd like for them to come to Oklahoma City, but, but you know, I think you'd take exception to that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys get to Come and shop. Yeah, come on. you got a new arena to support now, so you want to. <laughs> Very good. Thank you uh, both for being on uh, the program. And uh, and want to remind everybody that Clark McCaskill is listening right now Clark. as we speak. And uh, he's ready to go. I, I don't know if he's ready yet, but he'll have his poem about today's show coming up in just a little bit. Don't want to miss that. Y'all have a great day and Merry Christmas. Oh, and happy awesome. Merry Christmas to you and Carol Harold. Yeah, you bet. Y'all have a great day. And uh, that's going to wrap up Crossfire. Again, brought to you by Lucille's, located on Highway uh, I 40 and Airport Road in Weatherford and out at the exchange across uh, next to the Hampton there in, in Clinton as well. Crossfire, heard on KCLI 99.3 FM 
and also uh, we're broadcasting from the Shepherd Home. Time for Western Oklahoma. Available on News Talk KCLI Radio and archived on Apple and Google Podcasts. Simply search Right Time for Western Oklahoma or download the app. Just search News Talk KCLI in your app store. Crossfire is a courtesy of ASAP General Stores and Lucille's Roadhouse. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.